Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24-7 Hope Line at 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, yo, back in the building, man. We are back in the building. What, B, what day is it? Tell me what day it is. It's Thursday, baby. It's, it's Thursday. We out here. You know the voice. You know the hairline. You know it's me. It's Mari. You heard that voice right there. It's B. You know I'm in the building with her. What's going on? What's up? Queen B from the South, baby. Watch your mouth. We watch out your here. damn mouth, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what else you need to watch? Watch social media. We on there. See us. You can holler at us. You know what I mean? You can you can follow us on Twitter at Slick Sports S L I C. Follow us at the Society Pod. Head on over to Instagram. Follow us at Slick just S L I C. The Society Podcast. We over there. We got the videos. We got the footage. We are we are out here. You know what I mean? Holler at us and all that. You know. 
We in the building. That's right. We talked about this the last time. You know that beat battle is coming. August 20th, man. It's going to be LA versus New York. Like I said, usually they do the basketball shit. Now they doing it on the beach. They trying to see what's up. You know who got it on the up and coming tip. They got money on the line. All that. So the stakes is very, very high. You feel me? Uh, shout out to Poops. Shout out to D-Block and all that. Gang, gang. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, you know, we here. We we back in the building, man. How you uh, how you feeling? What's, what's going on? I'm feeling all right. You know what? I actually wanted to jump right into our five under five. Let's do it. Let's do it. Because, you know, speaking of being in the building, we got a legend that's leaving the building. Oh, man. Do we? Oh. Yo, Serena Williams has announced her retirement. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I remember watching her in 1998, 99, thinking like, wow, this is like, She's incredible. Her and, of course, Venus. But for some reason, I always took to Serena. I think because she had just like a different build. And I knew even back then, with me being like tall and slim, I knew people would take to Venus because she looks like an athlete. But then you yeah, have Serena yeah. come in and she's, you know, she's thick and she got the shape and the outfits and everything that she's wearing and the beads and, the, you know, I think people just didn't really take her seriously until she came through and was like, no, I'm a force in this. Yeah. To see, you know, this 20 plus year career coming to an end, you know, it's bittersweet. And, you know, she released this as an article in Vogue, which is like, mm -hmm. kind of like some, some dope shit to be like, hey, y'all, Vogue.com, here's my yeah, article about way. how I'm leaving yeah. the game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's ill. But, that's super ill. But she, she said that her her daughter, Olympia, which is a fire name, by the way. Super hard name. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fire. Her daughter has been like praying and wishing for a little sister. And, mm -hmm. you know, I mean. <laughs> the plot thickens. She she made a reference in this article, and I want to read something real quick because okay. my goodness, I think people <laughs> really forget how Serena is that girl. She said, "Believe me, I've never wanted to have to choose between tennis and a family. I don't think it's fair. If I were a guy, I wouldn't be writing this because I'd be out there playing and winning while my wife is doing the physical labor of expanding our family. Maybe I'd be more of a Tom Brady if I had that opportunity." Tom Brady, like for like real, because he's yeah. he's up there. He's Tom Brady, been fifty-two able to years just... old, and he's still out here, like <laughs> he's yeah. killing it. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. And Serena would have been doing the same. I mean, she even was winning while she was pregnant. You know, yeah. us, we didn't know she was pregnant, but she's out That's here like fact. winning. Yeah. So you know, if she didn't have to like you know put everything on hold. Paul Pierce left a game because he had the shit, and Serena was winning when she was you pregnant. So let's just let's just be <laughs> real here. Let's let's. Let's understand what we're talking about here, people. We talk about <laughs> levels. Like there's fucking levels to this yeah. shit. Like seriously is. Yeah. Uh, um, I think I think that was a very great point to make right there. Like I, I really do, it's important to say that because it's like Yeah. Just because of who I am, like I'm I'm a woman, I have to cut my shit short if I wanna do this. I gotta make a decision. Whereas like a man would be like, nah, I'm gonna just do whatever. Like I you know, I get to do me. Um, but just to speak on her career, you know, I I probably spoke about this on the show before, but my pops used to watch all sports. You know what I mean? Uh, with the exception of maybe like soccer, like I said. But tennis was one of those things. Andre Agassi was that dude in my yeah. house. You know what I mean? You couldn't say nothing about Agassi. Um, but Serena and Venus, family time, we would be gathered around the TV watching them, no matter what, you know, every single time. And to see Serena's career go to where she's won 23 Grand Slams, been in 33, it's not so much of the wins, I think, that magnify the greatness. It's the public reaction to the losses with the great players. When you see the greats right. lose, you know they're great because the public reaction is usually like, wait a minute, they can bleed? 
shit. Like, because they're so, they, they've ascended and they've got to another level. So with her, when she won, it was almost expected. Like, yeah, I knew she was going to win. She's, that's Serena. Like, of course she's going to win. It wasn't until yeah. the losses when people was like, oh, shit. Like, that's when it started to be, you know, people started to look at it a little different. Like, oh, shit. And I think that's a credit to her. Not something uh, absolutely. to shit on her, you know, about because she's been in there 33 times. You would be blessed to be anywhere 33 times competing at the highest level and let alone to walk away with 23 of them things. Like, so yeah. shout out to Serena, man. Um, I, I hope hope that retirement is good to her. I hope, you know, that whatever she wants to accomplish family-wise and, you know, for, for a daughter with a little, little sibling, hey, you know, hey, if it's in the cards <laughs> for you, do your thing. Congratulations. But I'm just happy to see. That's right. I'm just happy to see the people really give Serena her credit. You know what I mean? Like, really look at her and say, nah, she's one of the greatest athletes ever. We're not just talking about female athletes or tennis players. We're talking about athletes, period. Ever. She's one of them. Yes. You know, for real. She is one of them. Yeah. So, last episode, we were talking about industry stuff and about being fake versus doing business. Yeah. You know, we talked about code switching. And then you also made a statement about getting out of your own way. Mm-hmm. Can we talk a little bit, a little bit more about what you mean by that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and shout out to everybody who tunes into our episodes and they have like follow up questions or statements or comments or whatever. Um, you guys yeah. really inspire us to talk about like you know more things and go you know in depth with these things. But so basically, what it is is like when I say get out your own way. Let's say naturally you're a person who takes two or three days to text somebody back, right? You saw the text and you like I'll get back to them and shit get in the way. You may have to step over that hurdle. If, you know, if you're working in that environment where emails are, you know, important, it's like you might have to send an email like right now. I know you may not. It, it just may be in your character to just like put that aside for a couple hours. But if you put Sound it aside like a couple hours. Going... <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that, like things like that, you'll have to get out of your own way and be like, you know what? Let me be the work version of me right now. And let me send that email like right now instead of like. You know, an email that you can send, not something you're forcing yourself like, oh, I don't have the answers. I got to whatever. But like things like that, little things like that. It's little hurdles where it's like you might be lax on it any other time. But this time you might have to do it. Also, getting out of your own way means you got to understand that like these people, they may present themselves to you as like friends and this camaraderie and all of that. You might be a person who really cares. You might come from a real place. Where things like friends and family and brotherhood is a real thing, they don't operate by those same rules. So you got to understand, like, don't don't take the shit that they're doing personal, and don't let it affect the work as a result of it. Because where we come from, imagine imagine I sell white t-shirts, right? And the homies know I sell white t-shirts. Yeah, t-shirts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 yeah. For the sake of the argument, let's call them t-shirts. <laughs> um, and then the homies, you know, they like, yeah, we about to go to Foot Locker, and they like, nah, nah. My man got the best white t-shirts in the... We talking about t-shirts here. My man got the best white shirts in the... You know, whatever. You need to go give it from him. You expect that from dudes in your in your neighborhood. Dudes that's, you know, you built a brotherhood with. These dudes that's in the industry with you ain't going to do that. Every time you put a project out or you got something you're working on, you can't look to them to retweet your shit and post it and comment and do it. Even though you might do it for them. You got to look at this shit and treat it like what it is. You got to look at it for just what it is and leave it there because... And this is for your sake. You're not doing anything wrong. You come from a real environment. You love hard. You, you really care when you say shit. You mean it. They don't. But you got to understand that. So you got to get out your own way there and say, you know what? Let me go into this shit not expecting for them to repost my shit. For them to 
send this Yo. to somebody else and let people, you know what I mean? I can absolutely agree with this because I I I go through it with Bikini Honey. I remember when I was telling, you know, select few people like, hey, I'm starting this bikini line. You know, people that I knew would hold me accountable. And I'm like, yo, remember you said you was doing this and making sure that I actually follow through with what I want to do. And once it was launched and up, I wasn't looking for these people to support me. I was more so surprised when people were like posting my stuff on their Instagram stories and sharing it and sending it out and right. recommending me in comments. And, right. you know, like the way that people would show support honestly surprised me. I didn't like put this on people mm-hmm. to do, but I think that came from experience and working in other industries. Like exactly. you're not going to always get the support from the people you think are really going to support you. Exactly. So going into bikini honey and launching this, I just really sat back and allow people to do it organically. I wasn't out here like, yo, share this, you know, make sure you support, you know, if you're looking for something like I didn't go out about it that way, I kind of like stepped back and got out of mm-hmm. my own way. Because if I were to go about it a different way and try to, you know, force this onto people, I would seriously be disappointed when people weren't going to react the way or support the way that I wanted them to. And, and that's exactly what, that's what it all boils down to. What 50 said, you know, these industry niggas ain't friends. They know how to pretend. 50 Cent come from mm-hmm. the ghetto, the hood, the you know, like where we, yeah. you know, most of the people come from, right? He understands, like, they're not my friends. They know how to play the role. So let me play the role with them. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're being fake, but there's another, like, there's there's layers to who you are as a person. You can tap into the, we've all had to do a couple fake laughs here and there, the Chris Paul show, <laughs> where it's like, ah, ha, 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 walk away like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So it's like it's, you can look at it and be like, well, that's fake. Or you can look at it and say, you, and, 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 and this is an excellent, like, uh, we'll, we'll talk about this later when I, when I talk about uh, rap shit, right? Rap shit, uh, episode four. There was something in there that made me think about this as well. But it's mm-hmm. like sometimes you've got to play the game a little bit. And again, there's variations to what people mean by playing the game. Like if you're completely losing who you are as a person and losing your goal, then the game is playing you. But when you understand where you're trying to go, and you know that, like, okay, in order to get over there, I got to do this, right? Like, cool. You know, so you, you it, like I said, there, there's levels to it. You want to drink in the club, you got to get a wristband. You might not, you might be a nigga that don't like wristbands. But you know if you want to get that drink, you got to get a wristband. Let's do it. You got to do it. <laughs> you know, it is what it is. I was thinking that that was so funny because I've been around people who are, like, you know, consider themselves celebrities or famous or popular or whatever. And we'll go out. And I, I will, and I can't say any names, but there was this no names, actress. No names. There's this actress who was like doing her thing out here. Mm -hmm. She came out for a birthday party and here I am in Vegas. You know, everyone's flying to Vegas. So I got to handle this group. And yo, when we had to wait in line to get our IDs checked, she looked like, what the fuck? Like, who, why you need to check my ID? And I'm like, right, yo, right. <laughs> I'm me. We're at, like, like I understand that you're, you know, popular, maybe wherever though. you are yeah. doing your thing, but here, this is what you have to do to get in the club. Period. See? They don't care who See? you are. Michael Jordan can pull up. They're going to check his ID and everybody who's with him. So, like, sorry, sis. Pull that ID out. Let's go. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying, man. Trust it's me. just so funny that a lot of people just feel like they should be omitted from the process. And, everybody and, and, has to go through the process. You can't skip the shit. Can't, you, yeah, you, you can't cheat the grime, my nigga, basically. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You got to dang exactly little this shit up. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But that but that's really what I want to say about it. Um, Like I said, I had some people reach out and they kind of wanted, like, just like some examples and, you know, just like to kind of speak on it a little bit more. But that, that's kind of what I mean. Like I said, get out your own way. 
I don't mm-hmm. leave that mentality where it is and handle business yeah. as business is being handled, as they yeah. say. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you don't have to lose yourself in that. But you I don't. understand that it does get hard. It gets challenging. It gets tough. And some people end up lost in that shit. But remain like focused was. on your goals. Yeah, remain, <laughs> remain, remain focused on your goals. Understand who you are. Never lose that part. Like, know who you are when you're going into this shit. You know who else needs to get out the way? Party. Oh, my God, man. Can we talk about party? This fucking guy, man. Can we? Yes. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. I've been waiting to talk about this. You know why? You know why? Because we talk a lot about having your first baddie and having baddies. And do you, mm. do you know what comes with having this person? Men and women. Yes. When you're someone who's you're dating the premier entertainer, the superstar of the moment, the biggest shit popping right now in her era. In what she does, you have to understand, bro. If you read every comment, you're gonna drive yourself insane. If you watch every interview where they ask men and women about her, they're gonna say things about her and they're gonna say how attractive she is. You know how fine she is. Mm-hmm. The world gets to see it. And guess who's in this world? The Rock, the biggest star on the fucking planet. Yes. So he when he really says is. something like <laughs> he would be her dog, here I'll play it. I'll yeah, play let's it do that. Let's I, do that. Because I follow The Rock. I was scrolling. I saw this clip and I thought it was fucking hilarious. And then later yeah. I see what Party had to say. But I need let's, people let's, let's to hear it let's for context. What celebrity would you want to be a pet to? Megan the Stallion. Oh, that's a good one. Why Megan the Stallion? <laughs> well, we don't have to talk about that. Okay? And that's it. Listen. That was it. Listen. Number okay. one, the, the Rock is a very classy guy. He's always been the the... Like, I want to say, like, the bar of excellence. Even, like, when I was a little kid, when I was 10, 11 years old, he was the most electrifying athlete on the fucking planet. Bar none. He's still that same guy just doing a different thing in his life right now. So, Mm -hmm. in that moment when he says that, right, one, you got to know, he's sitting there with Kevin Hart. He's in Mm -hmm. a comfortable setting with one of his friends who's also funny as hell. And when he said that, it's just like, yeah, like, he said, man, we ain't got to talk about, like, it's funny. For me, and, good. And they're promoting a movie, right? Okay, which is very right. important here, where they are pets. He's playing the pet of Superman, a superhero. Hello. Okay, <laughs> this is very important in this entire context. Go ahead, Mari. Sorry. What, what Herm Edwards said? Hello. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, it's a, it's literally about pets. So that's why the question was asked. And, and when he said Meg. Number one, the first thing the party should have thought was like, ooh, the, the price just went up again. Yeah, I thought it couldn't exactly. get no better. The price just went up again. Because they're, exactly. you know, believe it or not, as big as Meg is, there's there's more people who know who The Rock is than they know who Meg is. So when The Rock gets mm-hmm. on these platforms and this audience is expanded and he says Meg's name, there's people that's like, hmm, Meg, let me, let me look up. Yeah. Now, let me see. Oh, yeah. shit. I like her too now. now. Now she inherits some of that. You know what I mean? She gets some of that with her. As her man and you're in the industry, if you want to make a comment on it, and I'm not I'm not telling anybody out there, like, if a dude is out here all on your girl, you need to embrace. He didn't even say nothing crazy. He said exactly what you would expect a celebrity to say. All you had to do if you was party, retweet that and be like, oh, the job already taken, bro, with some laughing emojis <laughs> or whatever, right? Cool. Yeah. You in on the joke. Maybe the next time The Rock is in town, may he invite you out to have a cigar with him because he's like, you know what, bro? You took that joke good, man. Most niggas would have been insecure. I like that about you. I'm, 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 I'll fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Maybe so, you could have established something there. 
I need to read what party commented under this. Absolutely, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Which was the craziest shit. He said, all our dogs is named after numbers. Just teach your wife to use seasoning. You'll be all right. Moana is the shit, though. I read this and my face like balled up. Like, nigga, what? Like, how did we get here? If First anything, <laughs> if anything, The Rock is basically calling Meg a superhero. 1000%. Like, how are 1, we missing percent. that whole thing? And at what point did he feel like it was okay for him to have feminists tattooed on his fucking stomach party to go out here and make a comment about The Rock's wife? And her cooking and using seasoning. What? And see, I, see, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not with any of that, because None. like I know how I feel about my family. And Come so on, like. party, party <laughs> came out and tweeted like, oh, you know, I woke up and I saw, you know, that Twitter was chaotic and my mentions and shambles and yada yada, and pretty much tried to say, you know, I, I was just joking. My nigga, no, you took this shit to the heart. Everybody you clowning you. you everybody like, calling Damn. you lame, and now yeah. you have to you have to pull it back. You got to reel it in. No, my guy, like that was yeah, be- whack. Here's my thing. I have this theory that I don't care how much money a guy makes, if he has a woman who is like you know she's beautiful, she has a name for herself, she's popular. I feel like there are men who date these type of women, and they become really insecure that maybe another man with more money and more success can come in and like swoop his girl up. Yeah. And I'm starting to think like this might be the case here that he might feel threatened that the rock could pull his chick or maybe we don't even know. Maybe the rock slid in her DMs and he just like, man, it's crazy. I'm going to tell you like this. I'm going to tell you like this. I'm not saying that, you know, the rock is trying to fuck your girl. This is anybody. (laughs) I'm just saying that the chances of The Rock fucking your girl are dramatically higher than like Dwayne. Like Dwayne Johnson is gonna probably fuck your girl quicker than like Dwayne from The Office. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm just saying when you react like this, you'll make a nigga who wasn't on her bumper like that pull up on her bumper and be like, "All right, then, cool." Yeah. Let me yeah. do like if he was a single guy, I think he would have been like, "Okay." Yeah. Like Drake did a couple months ago <laughs> with homie. You make a comment right. about my son? All right, but yeah. let me give me your girl real quick. Let me see how you yeah. like this shit. Stop playing let with me, me. Let me go to your page and see what's going be- on over because here. Because you know oh, how quick this shit can happen? You know how quick this shit can happen where I can tell your, 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 your wife or your girl, your lady, your interest and say, hey, why don't you come fly to me real quick? Send me your name and your birthday and come fly to me real quick. I'll fly you out. I'll get you a Jeep when you go back home too. He had America in the, in the palm of his fucking... In this, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's it just again. what it is. Like I, so do, do again, but, but again, like I just, I just didn't. <laughs> you know what I'm you saying? Already got the eyebrow. You got the yeah, eyebrow. It's already up there. It's already yeah. up. Yes, yeah, come on now. Like it's already up, man. But yeah, I just didn't. I just didn't like the response because it wasn't good. Fuck, even it how it, where it came from, it just wasn't good. Like he he said that and then he ended it like, oh yeah, but more. Like, bro, it wasn't even good. If you're going to say some shit and be feeling, you know, come from some type of way, like, at least make it be good. At least make the the comment be good. Come on, my nigga. Like, be funny. Bro, yeah, I mean, bro, he easily could have, like, like, photoshopped the Rock's head on his his dog's head. Yeah, like, you know oh, newest mean? addition to the, yeah, like, just yeah. something. That's what, I, that's what I mean. Like, come on, bro. It's not, it, it, it's not hard, bro. Like, come on. You, it's not. 
But, you know, Megan was already in the news and popping when this uh, interview came out. She was just a guest star on an episode of P-Valley, which was an incredible episode. That was a great episode, episode too. Yeah, man. She did a thing on that one, too. That was good. That was real good. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like that a lot. She made a really dope special appearance as Tina Snow, and this Mm -hmm. is the Megan that I fell in love with, like... Tina Snow is different from like the Megan that you see. Yeah, Tina Snow isn't yeah. she isn't mainstream. She's not Tina Snow doesn't do songs with Dua Lipa. That's Meg mm-hmm. Stallion. That's yeah, that's yeah, a for different sure. that's a different for like sure. alter ego. But um it was really dope to see her performing with Lil Murda or Big Murda. You know they call Big Murda, yeah. Shout out to Big Murda, um, man. Hey that nigga, yo. That nigga, that nigga murder on some shit, man. He really yeah, is. He yeah. didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't <laughs> shot my man with the shit they was shooting Dick Tracy with and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he got some shit with him, man. One of them, one of them, uh, one of them Acme guns and all that. You know what I mean? The shit with the, you know what I mean? Yeah, he was, he was on some shit, man. <laughs> Word. So, there's one thing that I, I don't think people are talking about enough with this season of P Valley, and I just want to give Katori Hall her flowers for. The way that she is showcasing like the different levels of sex work. And I know it makes a lot of people uncomfortable talking about women doing sex work. And when they think of sex work, they just pretty much thinking they, they think about selling your body for money, prostitution, or I, mean, I don't even think a lot of people consider stripping as sex work. It's like it's it's, it's light sex work. Yeah, it's it's, it's sex of, work adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You're, you're playing off fantasies and everything like sure. that. Yeah. But um. Like, so we learned that Lil Murda, when he was younger, he used to have sex for money with men. Um, also, Mercedes and, you know, the whole storyline with Mercedes and Coach and his wife. You know, his wife, she's, yeah, yep. she's signing NDAs and coming in, you know, giving the Mercedes experience. Absolutely. That's sex work. Um, yeah. Also with uncle cliff and corbin kyle how he went into the room this episode mm-hmm. and he wanted to get like whipped in the back that was you know taken from episode uh, from season one where right. you know we didn't know we just thought like maybe this is like a white guy with a yeah, yeah. like a slave type of role sure. reversal fantasy and then we realized yeah. like oh you know he it's, it's more of a complex fetish or kink or whatever you want to call it absolutely yep. um and we also have roulette roulette yeah who is a man look she is a complex she the character. One. She, she the is one. so dope. This is one of the best additions to a TV series that I've ever seen. Like adding yeah. her has made yeah. this show go up. And you up. know what's you know what's crazy? That is that isn't always promised. Even though she she was great on Snowfall. Yeah. Um, as Wanda, right? Fun fact: My wife went to school with her. Like I found that out when we okay. watched Snowfall. My wife was like, "Oh shit!" Like that's you know she you know from, but but whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't always work where you add a character like that to a show that's so far along, mm-hmm. and then it just they fit in seamlessly. Like, so I have to take my hat off to her number one because she came in and made a name for herself immediately, and she's not necessarily a protagonist because the characters that we fell in love with for all these episodes, she's kind of like shit. I ain't, I don't give a fuck. Like I'm me, and it's like <laughs> that she's forcing us to kind of be like. Well, shit, she got a point. Like, I, I kind of, I get yeah. it, you know? So I, so I have to tip my hat to her because, man, she's doing a phenomenal job of this role, really. Yeah, like, we were introduced to her. She came in, auditioned for The Pink, came in, killed it. So, one, she's a talented dancer. She gets up there, and she's doing her motherfucking thing. Hello, listener. 
I'm sure you don't need me to tell you that we at Cinephobe love our pets. Zach and Boogie are inseparable. I've got two cats and a dog. And Amin is giving his best ass on performance to convince dog owners that he loves their pet. Hey, Noodle. Hey, boy. How you doing? And Noodle's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Which is why today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. For many pet parents, summer is all about making travel plans like adventuring through the national parks, visiting pet-friendly beaches, or road tripping across the country. Wherever your journeys take you and your furry friend, you can help protect them along the way with the plan from ASPCA Pet Health Insurance. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customizable accident and illness plans, making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they may need. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program has been around for over 18 years, and they've helped more than 600,000 pets during that time. They allow you to customize your plan, helping ensure that your pet's plan is as unique as they are, because vet bills can really add up, especially when you're least expecting it. It's simple. Use their app to submit a claim, and you'll receive reimbursement for your eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash dings. Again, that's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash dings. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTZ Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer and is not engaged in the business of insurance. Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer, and I'm here to talk to you about ButcherBox. ButcherBox is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. And then we also see that, you know, she's, you know, doing a little special things that she's not supposed to. She's breaking Uncle Clifford's rules <laughs> hey, in the yeah. VIP room. And, you know, she got dubbed, you know, dick sucking lips or whatever the fuck. Oh, so... Man. <laughs> so we see that side of the sex work with roulette yeah. but then we also see her low-key being a pimp like she's like recruiting Absolutely. girls to you know to go out here and make that money and that scene a uh, previous episode where you know she had whisper hooking up with this guy he just really wanted to just eat her out or whatever and when he decided to not 
um, complete the deal. She took matters into her own hands, was ready to Did kill this ever? nigga for whatever <laughs> she wanted. Stole the <laughs> yeah. card, all that. Like she humiliated yeah. this man. She yeah, she she went crazy. She went crazy on that. She one. went crazy, and so I respect that. But I, I like seeing all these different sides of what sex work is. And then, you know, the opening of this episode, we see Andre with strippers dancing around him while he's, you yeah. know, sitting in the chair. Like he's being embraced by the, yeah, and, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, that was a play off of election season back in 2020 to get your ass mm-hmm. to the polls. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Absolutely. Um, and again, shout out to Katori Hall for being tapped in with what's really happening in our culture and putting yeah. it into the TV show. But yeah, um, yeah I, I like that. I like that a lot. That's um, that's Autumn using her sexual influence to be like, hey, mm-hmm. you know what? Go out here and just embrace who you really are. You be coming yeah. down to the pink. That's how I met you. So like, don't sit here and try to be this goody two shoes, this Obama, this fake Obama, yeah. as Clifford called yeah, him. Yeah. Like, be real. Yeah, and then we get. We get Mercedes mama, Patrice Woodbine, coming down hey, on the pole on a truck, making it rain. Hey, hear me and hear me good. Woo. Nah, when I seen that, I said, <laughs> wait a minute. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, she all right. I yeah, believe it. That was, and she, that she, was... she all right. <laughs> Late night, 1238 a.m. And then, no you way. know what I mean? She hit you and she with you. Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going. Um, but yeah. I do want to say one of my favorite scenes from this was um, Shorty, who I name escapes me right now, but Shorty, who got like tossed out, right, for the COVID cough and all that. And right. she runs into Roulette back there, and it's like, yo, look, she she telling her all her problems. Yo, this this coming up, this coming up. Um, I need money for that, that. She threw her the money. She said, yo, that's not a loan. You know what I mean? So it, but, So it just shows you how quick you can get into the sex work game and why. Like, your circumstances yeah. could change at any minute. So it's not like when you look at these women who are involved in sex work, you have you don't have the right to judge anyway. But, like, if you see why they did it, why they got into it, you probably take a step back and be like, okay, cool. Yeah. Because how and else was she going to get that money? There was no I other mean, way for her to get that money. It's humanizing these women. It's showing all 100%. levels and the complexities of sex work. It's like... She's already probably being condemned for being a stripper. And now right. here she now she can't go out here and perform and make money, you know, to keep herself from being evicted, to keep her yeah. lights on. And it's just like, what do I do? Do I just go home and right. just get evicted or do I accept the stack? Yeah, it's like what, what the fuck do I do? So Yeah. Yeah, shout out to P Valley for just like ha- like opening up for this conversation to even be had. And Absolutely. it's honestly the best show that I've seen attack these type of issues and to oh, just yeah. put it up on, on this type of stage, especially yep. to an audience that can be extremely judgmental on women oh, in yeah. these predicaments. Yeah, 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 100%. I mean, they're doing a great job this season, so that episode was yeah. great. Shout out to them. Yes, and um, I just want to say this. Not enough people are talking about rap shit for me. This is honestly yeah, say that. one of the say that. funniest, funniest fucking shows I have it's ever seen. It's one of the best seen. shows out right now, period. Like, it's up period. there. Period. Yeah. Period. And I'm asking my friends, like, yo, y'all, are you guys watching rap shit? And no one's saying anything. Like, I probably have, like, two friends that are watching rap shit. Damn. I don't man. have yeah, anyone to really talk about this show with besides, like, coming on here and talking about it with yeah. you. Because it, you're into rap funny. and all this stuff. 
it's funny you say that too because like I have homeboys who none of them have said anything about the show yet. Like no mm-hmm. nobody has said anything about it. So it's funny that you say that because like you're probably the only other person that I not even probably you are the only other person I talk to about this show. Like and I love what this do you, show. What do you think it is? Because I have a bunch of friends. Oh, I know exactly who are what it is in the music industry. They love yeah. rap and hip hop, but what is it that people are just like? Nah, I'm cool. I'm watching that. It's women. It's it's, it's women. People <laughs> don't like women. We talk about this before. They don't like women. They like sex from women and. The titties and the ass and the, you know all of that like and that's cool because cool, but they don't like like they don't want to you know if this was a, if the, I guarantee you this if rap shit was a story about two dudes and you know uh, the struggle of getting on and this that and the th- this should be the biggest shit ever like everybody would Absolutely. be talking about it you know what I'm right. saying but but so so as women it all comes down to that and I'm not even trying to sound like oh you know it's one of them like no but that's what it is because what else can you what else can you say the soundtrack is great. The actors are great. The storyline is great. The writing is great. The cinematography is great. Yeah. Like, what is the it? Because it's women. I'm telling you. Like, there's a handful of niggas on the show, but it's it's all women. And Even you know, Insecure wasn't all women. It was you right. Know, you got you got the, that's why people could mm-hmm. fuck with it. This time, you you seeing it. I think that's exactly what it is. If you ask me, that's. And what you it know, is. I I was thinking about like, man, I really thought Insecure was super relatable for me. But rap shit, and I'm not out here trying to be a rapper. I'm not. However, it's something about this show that is way yeah. more relatable. It's specific. Than insecure. It's, it's, it's very specific. Insecure yes. was relatable, but relatable in more of a blanket way for everybody. Yeah, it was. Broad. This is yeah. very specific to if you're a creator, a hustler, a grinder. Mm. It's very specific. Like it's, it really is. And, and one of the scenes that 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 kind of brought that home for me was like. I want to say maybe it was like the last scene of the episode where you got the Duke changing, you know, like she had like slept in the car basically, right? Yeah. Or, you know, Chastity. she's up early. Um, and then she she takes off one black tee, goes to the trunk, puts on another black tee. Now, white tees, mm-hmm. but white tees were like the hustler attire, right? Hustler, you know, whatever. Black tees, which Gucci Mane made a song about, you know, later, that's how I kind of got the grimy connotation because, like, that's for the grinders. That's for the survivors. Not just oh, a hustler, okay. like a survivor. You see this episode, you see, a, and, I, and I think I think Issa did this on purpose. I do. I think this is all intentional because you see Chastity, like, she, the whole episode, she's on some shit. Oh, that's the nigga that, ro- yeah, let me pull up on him. She gave her homegirl a gun, hold this down in case somebody come through. I got this. <laughs> I need to go figure this out. Called her James St. Patrick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was like, what did JC Patrick go? Yeah, that was crazy. Um, the Molly start kicking in for all the girls in the car. That was an ill, yes. ill scene. You know what I mean? Um, but back to that scene right there. Like mm-hmm. that was just a. I thought that was a very great writing on, on her part to like the black tea, changing out the trunk, the early morning grind. She just had spent her last the night before, so she's really a survivor. She's really understanding like what it takes, the sacrifices you have to make to like get on and look like you got it. You know what I'm saying? So I I thought that was great. I thought that was amazing. Yo, it's like, I think with this show being based in the South, a lot of the things that are happening in this particular episode is so true because I like growing up in the South and spending like my early twenties going out to the clubs with my friends. These are things that really be happening. Like the whole, um, waiting on drugs to hit, like, that shit, like, everybody has a friend that can, like, make a song out of anything. 
And Were you the one that was singing it or rapping it? Cause she sung it and they was like, it looked at. Nah, her like, I'm I'm rapping, I'm rapping. I, I'm not okay, singing. cool. But cool, it was cool, funny. Cool. But you have yeah. those moments where you got that one friend, <laughs> which first of all, having Shauna show up. In this like dress, this wrap dress with the stockings. She was like, "Why you got them pantyhose on?" Like, it's dog, so- yo. She said you look like a Paul Bear. I said, <laughs> "Yo, that was either on a." And she was like, "What do you do?" Like, I know me. What do you do? She said, "I'm Shauna Hive." Yeah, I know. She, I know. Oh. Shauna Hive. Listen, man, that woman can do zero wrong. But when that girl said zero, when that girl told her you got nonprofit vibes, I fucking yeah. She said, "What do you do?" <laughs> The funny shit about that was she was like she was like it's okay if you don't remember me and then right she turned right around and was like nice to meet you and I was like yo <laughs> she just smoked her you know me what you mean it's nice to meet me what you talking about but it's like, like that's yeah, that was hilarious it's a lot of women from the south who are like this like mm-hmm. they have their way of like throwing shade being funny they don't really mean no harm but that's just how cutthroat they can be like very like absolutely like cutthroat with the very jokes. to the point yeah, yeah. and it's like yeah. either you can take the jokes or you're gonna take this shit like personally like oh my god they don't like me right. no that's just how people be just you know clowning on each that's other that's what it is yeah it's just what it is yeah yep. um yeah yeah 100 i really enjoyed this uh episode but what i want to say to shauna Leave Maurice, your coworker, the fuck alone. Okay, leave him alone, girl. Please do, cause I'm 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 hating. By the way, too, <laughs> I don't have nothing productive to say about like why she should. You probably do. I'm just strictly hating. I'm admitting that openly. Like I'm, I'm just I'm just thinking that maybe it was just the Molly, maybe the drugs hit, and then she yeah. see this guy that you know, she that's familiar to she her. She saw a familiar face. Yeah, yeah, and that's just what it was. Huh? But. Mm-hmm. Both of y'all niggas can't be out here seducing and scheming. Both of y'all out here scamming. Like, we can't. We can't. Like, your man is in New York in law school. Hold that down. He's a bird, too. He a bird. Am I hating? He a bird. Maybe. He's a bird but, too. I mean, when she kept calling and trying to reach out. I'm so out, glad you kept it tall with me. You said maybe, but. Maybe. <laughs> because I'm trying to figure out what's going on with him because she was trying to reach out to him all day. And he's like, oh, I've been in the library. We and didn't she have was service. like, nigga, you was in the library. And I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to hit you back. I'm sorry. It's 2022. Most places that you go is going to have Wi-Fi. You connect that phone to Wi-Fi and you text. Fuck out of here. And nigga, what you doing in the library that long? Like, fuck is you doing? No. What, book report? Like, what you got going on in the library that long? Nigga's not going to the library that long, bro. Like, what are you doing? It ain't looking, it ain't looking too good. Yeah, what are you, you're lying, man. Come up with a better lot than that or something, man. Nigga, say you was in a fucking, you was in a fight or something, a Madden <laughs> tournament or some shit, like, a rap battle, nigga, some, 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 some hard shit, nigga, this is the library, like. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, look at yeah. the synergy. <laughs> man, I like that, man. I like, love this shit. Also, with Chastity's friends, I'm loving how we're getting to know who they are. Shout out to Dominique, yeah. who was on Insecure, who played Tasha. I'm so mm-hmm. glad that we get to see more of her. <laughs> she is hilarious. Yeah. She's pretty much the videographer of the entire <laughs> moment where they end up yeah. getting their song played in the club. But um, in- that was amazing. Real quick, yes. that was amazing Incredible. because it made you feel like you were in the club. Yes. Yep. Like that shit. The whole way it was shot. That yes. was great. Incredible that was that, that might have been my favorite. That might have been my favorite scene from the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Like. Visually, it was well. No, no, never mind. My favorite episode, my favorite scene visually was when Shauna did the wardrobe yeah. change, and she was yeah, that's the one. But, you know, yeah, yeah, but it's all good. But you know. what? Um, real quick before we move on to our main topic, mm-hmm. 
did you realize what was happening in the club while Shauna was in the bathroom changing? Or maybe she was sitting on the couch too. But that girl had a plan B delivered to her in the club. And she had her... Damn, I might have missed You that. might have missed this. So, look, I need you to go back to when they get to their little section by the restroom. Yeah. A guy comes with a bottle of water. She um is, like, video FaceTiming whoever, somebody on the phone. Mm-hmm. She puts the pill in her mouth, drinks it, and then hangs up on the, on the phone call, on the video call. Mm. Like, whoever was on this call needed to see video proof that she took a Plan B pill. She popped the plan. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was like, I, honestly, I had to rewind it, but I was just like, this is real shit. This is real shit. Damn. I, I know that this is happening. Like, I know Ooh. that there are women, because this is the girl who was like, oh, I don't mess with broke guys, and I'm allergic to broke men, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. She's dealing with a certain level of man where she's out here low-key, you know, fucking for money or whatever he's doing. He's taking care of her in some capacity. But yeah. it's like, we out here having unprotected sex. He shot the club up, so now I got to take this plan B and show proof. I'm a huge advocate of unprotected sex. <laughs> Responsibly. <laughs> Responsibly. I know that sounded kind of wild, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no condom gang out here. Okay. Okay. I see you. I see you. Hey, listen, man. Speaking of. <clears throat> Let's talk. You know, for the main topic, uh, you sent a text of a tweet yeah. that I thought was really mm-hmm. um, interesting. And I'm like, yo, we, we need to talk about this. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to read this tweet. Okay. And this young lady says, I don't get why men even bother getting married. They're so flaccid. No opinion, not fully engaged with things, not in charge of shit and don't want to be, don't know anything about the kids, the house, etc. Just stay by yourself. I think my first thought was you answered your own question of why men get married. The question you should have been asking, you know, asking was why women get married if that's what they're marrying into. Exactly. For me, that was the first thing that popped out. Like, exactly. yeah, this is exactly why. Like, So, like, <laughs> there are some women who want to be a wife so bad. They want to have a husband so bad that they will marry anybody that is just. You'll take whatever that comes yeah, with. It. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, you know. They flashing their ring on social media. And and this has happened with like a couple of friends of mine. They get married. And I know her and her husband, right? Instead of saying, oh, like just for example, oh, uh, Patrick is her husband's name. Let's just say his name is Patrick. Yeah. Instead of saying, oh, yeah, me and Patrick going out to the thing. It's like, oh, me and my husband, we're going to the. And it's like. Mm, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like yeah, you yeah. just. <laughs> I, I know Patrick. Just say Patrick. Like you ain't got to be like my husband. Yeah. Like girl, I say know Pat. you're married. You say Patrick. Just say I Pat. I know Pat. Man. I know Pete. Pete. What's yeah. up? Like, you know. I know Pat. But there are so, some yeah. women who just want to be married so bad that they don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like their husband, as long as he goes to work and comes home and he's not out here running the yeah. streets, they are fine with that. 100%, yeah. But no, not 100%. me. And I'm going to be real. I can't relate to this at all. I've never really been with a guy who is just like, meh, I'm, I'm just here. No. Well, 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 just just there. But I, I think immediately, you know, after my initial like assessment of it, I went to, okay, let's say hypothetically, you have a guy who's quote unquote just there, but he's the money, right? Hmm. Like, you might have your own money. You might be doing okay. But he's doing so good that whether you're there or not, he's going to be okay. You guys invent, you know, you guys are together. He's doing his thing. You his lady. 
you handling the house and all that. He make the money. He, you know, come play with the kids and not, you know, whatever, right? Do the because historically, I think like that's kind of the way that dads have been presented in society is like, yeah, dad gonna come home, he gonna, you know, chop the tree down and he need to get chopped down, and he gonna do this and run the kids through the house and shit. Mom gonna take care of the helping with the homework and the the parent teacher conference and the, you know, this, that, and the third. So I think that some men have it in their head that as long as I provide, I don't really have to do much more. Yeah. And whether or not that's a viable way to live, I think that's just kind of been ingrained in men for a while. It's like, I make the money. What else do you need? You know what I mean? Like, you even see it depicted in movies and shows and shit where it's like, you got the rich husband who's never there. He's like, I make the money. Yeah. So what's the, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, what you tripping for? So, so, so So I guess my thing is like, how do you feel about like that dynamic? You know what I mean? Not, and, and not even for you, I mean, but just overall, like the dynamic of like a man feeling like if I bought the bacon home, what else I got to do? Well, a lot of women out here, that's what they want. They want the the financial security. And it's like, as long as that's provided, I can take care of everything else. Like, mm, you know, yeah, see? but yeah. it, it really comes down to communication and realizing, like, before you get into a, a relationship or a marriage, you need to know, like, what are our roles here? What are we doing? If you out here busting your ass from sun up to sun down and you want to come home and just fucking have a hot meal and the kids be calmed down and ready for bed and shit, like, you need to know this before you get into a situation, before some resentment happens. You need to know who you're dealing with before you sitting up in a situation that you can't get out of like damn this nigga don't do nothing like i gotta i gotta yeah. hold everything down and it's like well e- i thought that's yeah, what you everything. wanted <laughs> see and, and and that's where the lines get blurred because i think i don't think a lot of men understand the 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 little damage they're doing to the kids by not being that involved because when you don't know their teachers you don't know their friends you don't know Anything about them beyond like, oh, yeah, daddy can come take you to the mall. Daddy can come do like whatever. Right. But you're there all the time. They don't have a relationship with you. So when they get older, it's like they don't know you. They realize they don't even know you. Y'all don't have no inside jokes. Y'all don't have no nothing. Y'all don't have no memories. They don't have any reference points of like, oh, remember that teacher that you had that had the, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever. Like you don't you don't know. So I think that that comes with, that's a trial and everything because, like you said, some women only want that. Some women only want a man who's financially stable. Yep. He got all the money in the world. He just has no interest in, like, doing these things. Now, I, let me say this, because I think this was more directed towards, like, you know, a, a man who doesn't want to, like, call the maintenance people to come fix this or, like, uh, you know, call this place to see about the bill and this, that, and the third. I'm not really the biggest fan of like getting on the phone with with like customer service and shit mm-hmm. like that. So if my lady can do that for me, cool. I don't like need her to do it, but if it's some shit that we got and you know, and she's like, yeah, I'll call, right. like whatever, yeah, yeah. cool. I just don't like it. If I had to do it, I would. Now there are some men who can't do anything on their own. <laughs> Fortunately, I'm not one of them. My mom raised me up from a young age and said, you gotta know how to cook. <laughs> you gotta know how to provide for yourself and all that because Regardless of whether you got a woman or not, there's going to be what you going to do when she ain't there or what you going to do if y'all break up, what you going to do. Like, you got to be able to, you know, be self-sustainable like you have to. You know, so that was always instilled in me when I was young. I, I was in a relationship and I'm gonna be real. I think my son's dad, you know, he brought home the bacon and I took care of pretty much everything else. I was like the house manager. I 
especially once Prince was born, I took care of everything. He would pretty much just like give me the money and I make sure everything was straight. I also cooked and cleaned and made sure I was on point and on par. And I was cool with that until I realized like, maybe this isn't too sustainable for me. I think it honestly is a learning process. You may not know what you really, really want. Like you can say, oh, I want a man just to provide financially and I can take care of everything else until you're in the middle of taking care of everything else. Until you get it. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. oh shit, yeah. this nigga don't be doing that. Like I really At have to do everything. And it's like, this is what yeah, you signed yeah. up for. But I do want to say something to the point of her saying like, you know, she doesn't get why men even bother getting married. I mean, I know why men most of the time get married it's it's honestly yeah, self-preservation and i've talked about this before men live longer when they are married the life expectancy goes up when you are a married man you start eating vegetables with your meals <laughs> you're you drinking like water you know what i mean like yeah you just got just a steak <laughs> and then a side of like fucking hennessy now you press that with broccoli and shit like that you know what i'm saying something like that maybe you know what i mean uh also if she got the fucking kung fu grip on that motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Yo, where you gonna go? I'm just being a hundred about this shit. Like, I'm just being real. The kung fu grip. Where you gonna go with her shit, you know what I'm saying? When she got the fucking black belt with the fucking hit, hit, with the joint, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm just, What the what? Let's hear that again. Yeah. With the fucking... You know what I mean? With the with the fucking ancient tiger claw grip with the you know? Yeah, yeah. With them, you oh, know? know? So 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 it's like that. Like but like I said, man, it's <laughs> I get it. Like it's certain shit that I don't want to do. Like, I'll just tell you, my dynamic in, in my household is tell me like what what needs to get paid when? And then like if you if you need me to pay like to put in the inf- cool. But if you do it, that's that works for me perfectly. I don't like doing shit like that. I just don't like it. I, I can do it if I have to. Yeah. I just don't like it. So the reason why we work, it's a yin and a yang where it's like, she doesn't mind getting on the phone and being like, yo, what's this about? Yeah. Me, I don't like having those conversations. So the trade-off is cool. Mm-hmm. You can, yeah, pay that. Here you go. But just, you know, because it's all one pool of money. I don't ever look at anything like my money, your money. It's all of this is ours. Whatever yeah. you make, whatever I make, it's all ours. ours. This is us. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, it's like it's us. So I, I just I look at it like that. Like it's just certain shit. Like if you need me to go do something, handle something, I'll do that as well. But some shit I just would rather not do. And if you can do that for me, then that would be greatly appreciated. But I don't need you to like Yeah. I'm not out the loop. You know what I'm saying? Like I know what's going on family wise. And I think a lot of men don't know. So I think that's what she was speaking to more so than like those of us who are in the in the know. It's yeah. not us. Yeah. It's, you know, she's talking about those who it's for, you know. Yeah, it's, it's really definitely this whole topic of, like, men just not being involved. That just really comes down to a whole conversation. Like, how do you marry someone and you really don't know, like, what you're... Like, you guys never yeah. have a conversation about how things are going to go on a day-to-day basis, on a week-to-week look, basis, t- a monthly basis? Like, yeah. do you not plan ahead for anything or you just ready to walk down the aisle and post your pictures on social media about being in a relationship and being married. Like, what are we because doing Because you're going to be taking care financially sound and shit like that. So again, like on both sides, there needs to be some level of conversation about like where the expectations are. Like, okay, cool. You got the money, but what else do you bring to the table? You know, you know what I'm saying? And I have like, friends you, you who are like, money. 
you know, I love my husband. He's great. The only thing is like, he's not romantic. Like he doesn't, you know, remember our anniversary. I have to remind him or he doesn't really care, you know, for public displays of affection or posting us on social media. But it's like, I know this about him, but he's so great in other areas that it really doesn't even matter at the end of the day. That's just who he is. Like they are aware of their husband's strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, for, no, for sure. And, and and if the good outweighs the bad, I don't mean outweighs it like there's nine good things and one bad thing. Like mm-hmm. the nine good things are like, oh, yeah, he's here. He's the, he's the parent, he's the parent. And then like the, the one bad thing is like, yeah, he kills animals in his spare time. It's like, bro, come on, that's, that's, that's a lot. You know what? That shit kind of weighs more than the nine good things. I'm sorry. I got to get him <laughs> out of here for that. So it's not about like there being more good things than bad things. It's do is. You know, do the good things really outweigh the bad, or are there or are, or are there just more good things than bad things? And does if it's it two work bad for things you? and them shits is heavy, yeah. If it doesn't, if if you don't actually feel like this is fulfilling for you, but you know that you're getting taken care of in this area, you gotta weigh those. Which one do you care about more? Because I think that's why a lot of people get passes. Because if I only care about the way that like my lady has sex with me. Why would I get to judge her for not being attentive or doing other shit when the reason why I have her is, be, is because of this right here? That's right. not her fault. It's my fault for, for letting this happen. That's Really, it. that's what it is. Like, it's not the... So, for me, it's not the dudes... I'm not letting, like, niggas off the hook for not being that way. But I'm just saying, if you don't have to be that way, if the coach pull you off the bench and say, yo, bro, I need you to shoot corner threes. Coach, you can't get on me for not stopping this nigga from over here from scoring. Like, I, you ain't put me in the game for that. You put me right. in the game to hit corner threes. So, know my role and let me know my role. Let's let's have an agreement before I get out here so you don't start expecting more shit than I can deliver. Because that's when we're going to have a problem. You know, you know what I'm saying? a lot of people are, like, afraid of having these conversations because they feel like, if I, if this person, if I, if I can't provide something for a person, if I have an issue with with this particular thing, this person is not going to want to be with me. And it's like, but this is who you really are and you're afraid of losing someone for being yourself? Then is this someone that you should even be with? Is this someone that you want to marry that you can't really be yourself and you can't have these uncomfortable conversations with? No. (laughs) There you go. You got to like, you got to cut the shit from the beginning. You got to find these things out early. Have these uncomfortable conversations. It's okay. Because a lot of women say, you know, you can't talk about marriage too soon because it's going to, like, scare the man away. Really? Well, then that's not the one you need, then. And the same thing <laughs> for dudes. Like, oh, nah, man, talk about this with her. And she, well, then, bro, you you just like how she look. You don't like her, then. Yep. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. You can like how somebody look and not really like who they are. It happens all the time. Yes, it does. But, yeah, that was a dope topic. But I think, also, you just learn a lot with trial and error. Absolutely. That's why we are here to help every Tuesday and Thursday. The society, we coming at you with gems, with fucking life advice, music recommendations, show recommendations, mm-hmm. um, my hairline, all type of shit. Like, <laughs> we got mad shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just is what it is. Um, You know, we out here on Twitter, you know, like I told y'all before, we on, you know, at Slick Sports, S-L-I-C, Sports. That's right. The Society Pod, Instagram, at Slick, S-L-I-C, and The Society Podcast. What you laughing at, B? <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm here for the hairline. So you're right. You're absolutely right. Hey, man. We in the building, man. This motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. Look, if you guys have not watched rap shit, catch up on it this Please weekend. Please tune in. All right? Because on Thursdays, we talking about it. All right? Yeah. Until next week, have a great weekend, guys. We out. We out. <laughs>